This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You know, I'd have to say this is probably the best series of future of work that we have ever done because day after day when we talk about these stories, we're illustrating amazing industries that clearly have a lot of opportunity for people out there. I mean, earlier today we were talking about being an elevator technician and how the demand is so great for that. I remember last week on the show, we talked about getting into the railway business. Uh, The railway engineer program at BCIT, basically you can just walk in, they're ready, six-week program, boom, you walk out, hired right away, and you're making like, you know, $60,000 to start with, and it's a great job. And now here we are again. We have another addition for you, and this time we're taking a closer look at a career in marine engineering. And once again, BCIT is the primary provider of accredited professional training for the maritime industry in Western Canada. We are going to learn all about this with the help of Jeff Otto, who's the co-op education coordinator for the BCIT Marine Program. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Siri. How are you doing? I'm very good. Thank you. So tell me, uh, what is a job in marine engineering? Like, what does it require? Uh, marine engineers require uh, a background, a little bit of a background in math and physics, uh, and obviously an affinity to work in a hands-on environment because they're taking care of the ship's propulsion plant and auxiliary systems. So they would be the individuals on board the ship to make sure that uh, the ship's propulsion plant is working, the ship's electrical distribution is happening, and all the systems are working. So they're kind of one step ahead of things falling apart. Okay, is there a lot of demand in this industry right now? Tons of demand, actually. Um, and it comes across the board, whether it be the cruise ship industry, um, bulk carriers on the Great Lakes, BC ferries locally, uh, the Canadian Coast Guard. So a lot of demand, quite honestly. I think the industry has seen a huge retirement glut, like much, I think, that your previous the uh, guests have industry, indicated. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So that's happening. And then, of course, you know, when you start seeing... Uh, the National Shipbuilding Initiative come down the pipe in the last little while. Right. A lot of the senior engineers will be taken from the ships and work in the shipyards to manufacture the vessels. So that just puts a bigger strain on the shipping companies, quite honestly. Okay, so you need people. Desperately, yes. Oh, desperately? Whoa, yes. okay. So what is the program like? Uh, the program itself is four years in length, and it alternates between uh, full-time academic terms at the BCIT Marine Campus in North Vancouver. Uh, and then there's sea phases or placements aboard ships that can go anywhere from three to three to five months. Um, so we see our students, like I said before, go out on oil tankers, bulk carriers, uh, work with BC ferries, work with uh, companies like Prince's Cruise Lines, um, just a, a wide variety of uh, vessels around the world, quite honestly. And what's the pay like? Um, the pay as, as a trainee is very poor, quite honestly. They get paid about $1,000 a month, but they don't have to worry about costs like rent and they, they get a berth in the ship. But when they get their first license after the third year, they're, they're making up to about uh, $10,000 a month. I'm sorry, $10,000 a month. That's correct, yes. Okay, but what's the catch? Um, there's always a catch, There's Jeff. always a catch. Yeah. Um, basically, the marine engineers working on ships do have to be away from home and family, so they would be working and living in the ships sort of full-time. Um, however, companies like BC Ferries, you sail during the day and you're home at night kind of thing, right? So uh, they do make good money once they're licensed officers and get a full-time position. Right, so let's say you're just breaking, you're, you're young, you're unmarried... Right, you got nothing, you don't want to pay rent, you don't want to you know pay for your car payment and all that. This is this would be a great opportunity for you to really save some money. Oh, for sure, and a chance to see different parts of Canada or the world that uh, you normally wouldn't see in a Monday to Friday eight to four uh, job. So every one of those like big ships that we see out on the harbor, is there a marine engineer on board? You betcha, yeah. There's a, a number of different marine engineers from the chief engineer down to 
um, ERAs or oilers um, and, and the junior licensed officers as well too. So yes, every every ship would have marine engineers. So you have to also love being on the water, I would imagine. You do, yes. There, you have to be well again willing to be away from home and family for periods of time. Um, however, when you know the engineers do go away, like say for example the Princess Cruise Lines, they're four on two off. They're off for two months, so they have entirely four months off in a, in the calendar year uh, to do whatever they want. That's pretty good, but then you also have a lot of months on. So if, let's say you take a job on the cruise ships then. So are you, what are your hours like when you're working on board? Is it like 12 hours a day kind of thing? Uh, yeah, it could be 10 to 12 hours a day. That's why they give you the big expanses of time off kind of thing. Um, but they do give you a little bit of time off, and you, at, at times you will be able to get off the ship where they go off to different ports. So um, you, you get a chance to sort of see the world as well. It sounds kind of glamorous. It, it is, actually, yeah. No, it was pretty Did good. you do this? Um, actually, my background is with the Royal Canadian Navy. I was a, ah. a navigating officer, and I worked as a naval communicator when I first started. But uh, I, I did navigate ships and, and uh, did some time in the engine rooms as well, too. So I've seen seen that end of things as well. So for somebody who would like to apply to this program, what do they need to know? Um, I what think, requirements do they have to have? Uh, again, we're looking for a fundamental grasp of physics and math, you know, math at the math and physics at the grade 11 level. Um, completion of high school, and again, just the willingness to work with uh, their hands and around mechanical electrical systems and work as part of a team in an engine room to make sure a ship is, is running. So is there a lot of longevity in these jobs? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, what we see a lot of our students do is they, when they uh, attain the rank of chief engineer, they may come ashore and work in, in sort of um, um, you know, supervisory, superintendent positions as well, too. So there's that kind of corporate office uh, position at the end of the the, the, the journey as well. And we do see a, a several of our students who uh, will upgrade with business courses and, and business programs to give them that background to get into the corporate office as well. So it's not just a trade where they stay on that trade level. Uh, there's the, the corporate office is a, a possibility as well. So where do you recruit from? Where do you go find people? Um, boy, we go anywhere. Uh, we, we, we go on to radio to, stations. We do, yes, like this, exactly, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, we, we visit a lot of high schools, go to career fairs. We have uh, BCIT has open houses from time to time. Um, yeah, we try to connect with uh, groups like the Sea Cadets and, and that sort of stuff. And, and, and also through through our employers, too. Like our employers, through that word of mouth piece, is a really, really good uh, um, avenue for recruitment. Uh, like, for example, right now in the last couple of years, we're seeing a huge trend of BC Ferries um, uh, oilers or ERAs coming to the program to get their licenses faster. So people coming to our program that actually do have a bit of experience as well. Really? Okay, this is, I find this so fascinating because it's one of those things that you don't really think about, but then you realize, yeah, somebody has to look after all of these ships out there. Uh, and I understand that recently you were talking about the government and new government programs. Uh, there was something new introduced for BCIT as well, right? With Mark Garneau, the Minister of Transportation? Yes, on Tuesday, the Minister made an announcement through the Ocean Protections Plan, uh, but that was with respect to what's called a bridge watch program. Uh, so that's more working on the deck side or towards the navigation side. So um, a very cool initiative for us at BCIT to reach out to people in, in remote communities, uh, Indigenous peoples, uh, females and people that live in northern communities and Inuits, uh, to basically get them the opportunity to be introduced to the, the industry and hopefully pursue the path of um, perhaps switch over to marine engineering or become the captain of those ships kind of thing. So it's a, um, the, the monies will be put towards uh, us and Camosun College to run about three to five courses a year for the next three years. Um, to reach out to those communities to, to train up deckhands for 
vessels all across the BC coast. So what does it involve being a deckhand? How is that different from being a marine engineer? Yeah, on the deck side, it, it's more towards the navigation and the ship handling and the cargo operations kind of thing. Uh, not so much on the ship's propulsion side. Uh, so they would learn basic seamanship activities like um, boat work, anchors and cables and, and um, um, lines, that sort of stuff, or if they're towing, those sorts of evolutions on the upper deck. Uh, the ship's maintenance and, and, and safe work practices and procedures and steering the ship as well too kind of thing and acting as a lookout and working with the bridge officers and the captain uh, to make sure the ship safely goes from A to B. So then do people often move around in the industry? Like maybe you start as a deckhand and you work your way up into other things? Oh, exactly. That's that's the, 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 the deckhand position really is the start, stepping stone to becoming a captain. And there's a number of steps that, that a person would have to take, um, courses they would have to take, sea time they would have to accumulate to, to become a captain ultimately. And that, that does happen. So do you do you have to apply to individual companies? Do you get hired on by the company or like how does that work? Um, usually what will happen in, in the uh, Bridge Watch programs is that uh, students may have a connection with a company already uh, or we will try to give them a hand finding employment as well too. Um, you know, there's a fairly finite number of employers in the BC coast, like BC Ferries and, and some of the tug, tug industries like C-SPAN, Island Tug and Barge, uh, C-SPAN Ferries. So there's there's a the Canadian Coast Guard. So there's there's a sort of a, a finite number of employers. Right. They that, know where to look. They know where to look, exactly, yeah. So yeah. what are the chances of somebody going through this program, getting a job right out of the program? Uh, I think pretty good, actually. I think right now, again, BC Ferries uh, and the Canadian Coast Guard, they're, they're seeing a, a big demand for, for deckhands. Um, and sometimes uh, in the northern communities, the, the employers have difficulty finding people there. So it's a, this program is very, very timely and very uh, uh, appropriate for the needs of the, the marine industry. All right, so then if people need more information, where should they go? Uh, they could check out our website at uh, www.bcit slash marine, and I think that'll get them to all our marine programs. Uh, yeah, for sure. Wow, you guys are busy, right? Is there we, anything we BCIT are. doesn't do? I think we do a little bit of everything, I actually. think yeah, you no, do, no too. Yeah, 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 we were talking yeah. about elevators the other day, and that was like another great line of work, and the railway engineers, and BCIT is where you're going to find it all. Listen, thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you very much. Appreciate the time. That is Jeff Otto, the co-op education coordinator for BCIT's Marine program, where they also need people.